welcome to my podcast. You've reached Mud Hut. Thanks for tuning in. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi, in today's episode, we are going to Margate. That is like, exactly like Chas and Dave. Dan to Margate. And I will be helping my friend Kira, typewriter artist, on her pitch there at the art car booth sale. Um, So looking forward to that hopefully going to get some interviews so the next segments are hopefully going to be interviews with artists at the art car boot fair For today's transits here, Monday the 30th of September, 2019. The sun is in Libra all across the earth right now. Depending on where you are, the moon is either in Scorpio or in Libra. Um, depending on, like I say, depending on where you are, it's currently at 29 degrees Libra. This is 8:41 a.m. UT time, which is different to Ocean Pacific time or Greenwich Mean time. So, depending on where you are in the world, you, your moon will either be in Libra or in Scorpio. Um, two quite different uh, emotional moons there, um, although they're quite close to each other there in the system so let's just say um people are there's a lot of libra energy right now anyway because mercury is in libra venus is in libra mars in virgo jupiter is in sagittarius saturn is in capricorn uranus in retrograde taurus neptune in retrograde pisces pluto in retrograde Capricorn, Chiron in retrograde Aries, and True Node retrograde Cancer, and True Lilith in retrograde Pisces. So I think we've just had a new moon in Libra, and um, so I, I feel like Libra energy for someone like an Aquarian like myself, and I I do have a little bit more Aquarian energy and Aries energy and Taurus energy in my chart so I feel like this sort of uh, uh, vibration is helpful to me it's um, it's very vocal it's very um, communicative which is what I love as an Aquarian Aquarians love to communicate um, if they love you (laughs) so we're looking at this week um, being you know quite an exciting electric kind of communicative week hopefully um so to get things done get organized get housework done get work done get get moving get doing um and and don't forget to tell the people out there that you love them 
I think that's the important message this week is even though you don't see people and I, I, I'm basically talking to myself really just to sort of tell yourself that you love you I love myself and I love you um just just put that message out there to people that perhaps you've you ought to say that too because it's not always taken for granted that that you appreciate or have gratitude for um people things that you probably might take for granted I don't know maybe you do tell people you love them every day and you do have that kind of appreciation but, but for those who maybe forgotten like I have you people do tend to be hard on themselves more than anything out there so my suggestion is is to just uh, give yourself a hug kiss yourself like James Brown I want to kiss myself um, and have a great week Hopefully you're listening to this via Anchor FM or on Spotify where I hope they keep in the songs that I have included into this episode. The next song I'm about to play is called Shutdown by a band called Salton's Court who hail from Berlin and I have a story about this band as um, I went oh it's quite a long story I went to Peru to see my friend Kat and JJ in Cusco and we were walking around the square the main square there in Cusco and JJ had introduced me to some people and one of those people was a guy from um, well actually it was Bavaria I think he was yeah so Bavaria at the time he that's where he was from and he was called Jonas, or Younes, as they say in Germany. And um, and we all had tea together and we made friends. And and then I got an invite saying, oh, why don't you come visit me in in Austria? I'm, I'm studying there. So I went over to Vienna because I wanted to see some art shows over there. And it, what a nice opportunity to um, go see Vienna with somebody who is studying there. So... Um, sh- Jonas was living in this amazing apartment um, which was occupied by lots and lots of other students all different ages all different sort of components of life and um, one of the other people living in his his apartment block was um, a guy called Julius and the combination of both of them was just so ecstatic and electric and just to sit around the breakfast table the dinner table the lunch table just chatting and talking about London and Berlin and Vienna and music and art Um, and being in Vienna was super special and super exciting and um, and so I made a new friend with um, via Jonas Eunice um, this this lovely chap called Julius, who um, then went to go and live on in Berlin and also went to see him a couple of times over there as well. Um, and we, the thing that sort of bound us together was our love for music. And we, you know, we talk about music and we like, 
he was always like, oh, have you heard this band, blah, blah, blah. And now he's in this really excellent band. And I can't believe I have gone on for so long telling you the story about how I met this guy from uh, this groovy band called Sultan's Court. And this is shut down. It is amazing. I really love it. Um, go find them on Spotify, download their tracks. And I would really, really think it would be a cool thing if they... Um, did festivals over here in the United Kingdom because they're doing them over there in Germany so they may as well come over to to this lovely island of ours and shut down Sultan's Court Hello there you're listening to Mud Hut this is me A-S-H-A-D-C Asha DC. You can find me on Instagram or Asha DC one on Twitter. So in my previous segments, I promised to have some interviews from the art car boot sale. Now, as I'm sitting here on my second cup of tea on a Monday morning, it suddenly occurred to me that I had totally forgotten to get my podcast app out and perhaps have an interesting chat with some people so what I will do instead is do a little rundown of our day trip to Margate um, basically covering the whole day and my observations um, so we set off at 8am um, our friend Yuna kindly offered to drive but she was making a weekend of the trip so she'd booked the weekend there where I was supposed to be getting the train back after the event had finished down there at Dreamland Margate and so we took about two and a half three hours to get there it was it just flew by it was um leaving at 8am on a Saturday morning the um driving through London uh, over Vauxhall Bridge into Cannington Oval and I hadn't actually gone that way for years and I'd forgotten that we used to drive down to Kent and Ramsgate uh, in the 90s because we'd met some people there in India travelling and we'd gone to Broadstairs and stayed there for a few days and had a lovely time and I suppose that's how I knew all the sort of Dickens history about Broadstairs and um, that area of Kent. So I was sort of talking about that sort of thing on the journey. Um, when we got there, it was um, the sun was coming out and the one day that the rain had stopped was luckily on the day of the event and we got into the Arpington car park um, where we unloaded and then Kira and Jude and family uh, briefly uh, came quite quickly after us and then um, I'd already established where we were going to pitch up and we set up and it was quite a generous time to set up really so we'd got there about 10.30 in total setting up 10.30, 11.30, 12.30 and the doors opened at 1 and there was like a little preview I suppose of people coming in earlier to see things before the main 
And there's always a giant queue, which is really impressive. So that's great PR work from the organisers there, Karen Ashton and sister. Um, So the car park as you come in was quite a brutalist building and quite... um, uh, In sort of like ordinary eyes, it might seem something to be, oh, a car park. But secondly, it it was a, a space nevertheless and... You could have made what you wanted out of it. I found all the angles and concrete and indentations in the concrete quite interesting. So you, you make the best out of it. And there were DJ set, decks set up, a little stage, a bar area. And then, of course, all the stalls with all the artists. And there was some um, interesting artwork going on there with quite um, established artists as well as not not so quite established artists. So that was good and um however the car park was quite dark um to display artwork which kind of defeats the objective of of showing art in a way but like i said i think uh the original plan was to be facing the sea and somehow that got all twisty twisty and it didn't happen but as the day grew on and the um the car park doors were opened it was suddenly a flash of light would come out and it was the uh, fairground rides at Dreamland and that's where the um, the loos, the toilets were so um, placed so we could go out into Dreamland and, uh, and it was just like a ray of sunshine I think I took a picture to illustrate that um, and then when I was in Dreamland <laughs> I, I kind of like... Um, had a memory of when I went there with the school trip to Margate and I'm pretty sure that's where the Rose I'm gonna have to google that where the um the Mary Rose was and I remember queuing up and being a kid there so that was a nice memory to remember because I feel that I don't have many memories of of that aren't memories that I'd already remembered kind of thing you know as opposed to actual memories of the time that they happened um so yeah so the uh yeah the mary rose was in was in dreamland margate wow that's incredible yeah ben bomb brothers so i wonder when they got rid of that but i do remember going on the mary rose (laughs) oh what a funny memory so yeah the day was um and then the queues were and just ginormous and um that's a mixture of gigantic and enormous and and then suddenly there was a huge rush of people all wanting to look at the same thing at the same time so it was less it wasn't so staggered it was kind of like suddenly bombardment of people and there was quite a flurry of sales um for kira and her art pieces and other people and I didn't really get a chance to go around and talk to people and also the the uh I suppose I having said that the car park space we made they made do for what the space they had it was also quite oppressive in a way with all the concrete so uh, sort of tables were quite close to each other and I don't know there wasn't that openness to just sort of I don't know, there was was sort of narrow lane to sort of quickly get past so that you're not in the way of other people looking at things. I suppose that was the kind of 
uh, oppressiveness as well of all sort of being crammed in um but overall there were you know it was i thought it was successful but perhaps not as um successful as the king's cross um affair but i think that's probably because the king's cross was in the, at the height of summer and it was guaranteed sunshine and loads of people came out on that kind of onus and but it was rain 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 and people probably thought i can't be bothered to go out if it's going to rain especially all the way to margate and a lot of people did come up from london and it was a lovely day and there were there was a really cool german artist who was part of some drag act from margate or kent or somewhere thanet and um he i don't know he just really made me laugh and i did some videos of him and um what else was there i'm just trying to think what stood out really for me art wise there was just like people that were there before all the artists that had been at the king's cross were basically at margate like carrie um who lives down the road with the mosaics and uh, mr bingo who does his illustrations um and you know all the kind of usual suspects really um so yeah that sort of finished around um half five six o'clock and we packed up super quick and uh went for a drink and then i was gonna go and get a train back and then we found this lovely little pub on the arm of where the peninsula sticks out into the sea is like a little it's called something arms something arms i'll have to think about it in a minute and we had like a little um it was like a micro pub and we had a beer there and decided to uh, about eight get the eight o'clock train and then um but because because we'd gone to drop off and get the keys for the airbnb where akira and jude and family were staying at um the guy had said oh we've got um a spare mattress if you needed it um which meant that i could have stayed over after all and i wouldn't have had to have bought a ticket to get back and um everyone decided that it'd be really cool if we uh if i didn't get the train back and we stayed one more stayed the night and um so that was jolly nice. So Kira and I got to um, schmooze and meet lots of other artists at the Rose and something in Margate. The Ro- I want to say the Rose and... Oh, I can't remember. And uh, there was a, like a little disco going on there and the organisers were there and everybody was quite drunk at this stage. And then it started to rain, so we thought, well, let's get, start heading back. And then we just stumbled upon this lounge bar pub Oh, it's really terrible. I can't remember the names. I'm going to try and Google them all and um, sort of put them in the description uh, so that if you're in Margate at all, you must go to these venues and they're really, really, really sweet people running them. Um, So this place had decks. And by this time of the night, I really was on my limit of tiredness and alcohol consumptionness, so I um I took a, a back seat and and uh, I was like I'll just observe now, and uh, there were so yeah so there were decks and Kira went on and played some really wicked tunes Beach Boys Steely Dan, you know some really lovely sort of um, 
they, they were really good sound speakers so it just sounded really clear and beautiful even though I was kind of like between my own dreamland and uh, reality because I was falling asleep a little bit um it got to a point where I actually was asleep so I did decide to um say look I am going home now so Kira said she was going to stay on with Una for a little while longer so I walked back and it was quite easy to walk back although I did take a wrong turning (laughs) and um I walked up the wrong road but I I remember there was like a and then I remembered there was um the Tom Thumb Theatre at the bottom of the street where Kira and family were staying at and um and that's when I was like, oh, there it is. And I walked up and found it and then just collapsed onto the pile. And then um, everybody uh, woke up and we had a lovely fry up at um, a place which had lots of Hollywood 50s pinups and, and actors in there. Again, the name is, it's next to where the D- Lido um, sign is. There's two sort of, greasy spoons and one was empty and one was full so we went to the one that was full and uh oh yeah we went we drove up to um uh, a little bay area um beginning with b and it was quite rainy there um i want to say by um not biochemist not David Bellamy, biometric, no, beginning by, it's what plants are, botany, botany, botany bay, yes, and they had, the cliff, there's a little bay there, but the cliff edges, the chalk cliffs, were really like, Stonehenge, like, boing, stunning right there. So, um, but it was raining, so he ran back in the car, and my bag fell out of the boot, and so my trousers got all kind of sandy and wet. <laughs> and um, so we decided to go along to check out Broadstairs. Um, and I'd been there before, so I knew it. oh, it's so pretty there, it really is. But the car park was £2.50 an hour, which is just outrageous. So I think that the. Uh, car park people in charge of parking there really ought to sort of think about that or I don't know it just seems like perhaps I don't know we don't know the area enough that well enough to park out of that area and walk Um, but it was beautiful and we walked along the sea there and there there was these big splashy waves um, that were quite sweet and I I was thinking you know in Bournemouth and in Paul you don't have this kind of um, uh, uh, splashy kind of choppy seas there it's a lot more calmer but I suppose that um, buildings aren't built into the peninsula there it's quite set back um, and the sea is quite quite considerably wider I suppose so you're not going to be that close to have that kind of splashback and waves and stuff like that Quite it's quite um, volatile really and I realise that I am going on and on and on with this um, explanation forward slash apology because I didn't get to interview any painters and artists because I totally forgot to get my 
podcast app out and um so oh yeah we went and we drove there and then we went and had a drink at a church um where the fishermen would go in and um have their it's turned into a library part micro pub now um so that was um an awesome experience and then just went for a walk again uh went to Ramsgate well drove through and then uh, drove up to Thanet to the Waitrose there to get a sandwich for our journey home. And then we got back to London in the evening. And that was our day, well, our weekend in Margate. Thanks for getting to the end of the episode today. Really appreciate your support. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Tune in to the next episode coming up soon. This has been Mudhart at ASHADC. If you're on Instagram or if you're on Twitter, ASHADC1.